1: looking for a premier golf course in Northwest Mississippi or the Memphis Tennessee area will look no further than Cherokee Valley Golf Club in Olive Branch it's less than 15 minutes from the Memphis International Airport and is one of the finest in the Magnolia State the 18 hole par 72 course includes four sets of tees 11 lakes 52 bunkers might be a little intimidating but those wide zoysia fairways and extra large champion Bermuda greens and clean roughs will make for an excellent opportunity to post a number you can also check out the Lodge Style Clubhouse. So, if you're in the area and you're looking for a premier golf experience, look no further than Cherokee Valley Golf Club in Olive Branch, Mississippi. Check them out, olivebranchgolf.com, or you can give them a call, 662 893 4444. this Thursday edition of The Flagship. I am your host, Zach Barry. This show brought to you each and every day of the week by our good friends at College Cold Corner. Black three locations, no Oxford, Bridge, Flowwood. you can't get to a brick and mortar, it's all good. They got you at Black Baseball's Black getting cranked up. We always warn you, clothes. Always going to be one weekend where it's going to be cold as hell. And I think it's this weekend as Ole Miss hosts Iowa. If you need an extra hoodie, maybe a little uh, quarter zip, long sleeve, go to College Corner. They got you covered. All Ole Miss stuff all the time. 4,000 square feet on Sisk Avenue in Oxford. Fantastic place. Scott and the folks over there will take care of you. You need to get uh, some warm clothes for that three-game slate this weekend against the Hawkeyes as Ole Miss is now uh, back over five hundred after a little bit of a rough start. But um, go over there, College Corner, get you uh, some merch. All right, we got our guy, Stephen Hartzell, in the building. We're going to talk some Ole Miss hoops. Uh, my man, purveyor of fine audio at Learfield. I, that's just probably one of the coolest Twitter bios out there. Um, does podcasts for College Sports Now, Hand in the Dirt. Steven, good morning. Appreciate you joining. How we doing?
2: Yeah, Zach, good to see you, man. Um, I'm great. It's it's a weird day. It's it's the leap day. Yeah, like I'm ready. I'm ready for spring. I'm ready for it to be March. Most years, this is March first, but we're here anyway on a bo- on a bonus day in February. Yeah, talking hoops, man. Now life is good. Getting ready for getting ready for the SEC tournament, and you know, I think Nashville is going to be way more bonkers than usual this year because the sec is a league bro it's really good like i'm not just i'm not just you know toting the water for the sec like they, they have got some really intriguing storylines and some really good teams man uh old miss uh, about a month or a month or two ago was was on that list but yeah losing six of your last seven ain't gonna get it done man so uh the rebs are are, are on the outside looking in unfortunately
1: yeah, uh real quick, you mentioned Leap Day. Uh big ups. Happy birthday to Monty Kiffin. He's a Leap Day baby. Um, so technically 21 years old today. Oh, okay. So so good for Monty. Um he can now go out and and, and you know, hit up funkies or, you know, one of the bars in Oxford. Um, all right, yeah, let's get into it. So Ole Miss last night got out to a 14-point lead, taking it to Nate Oates in Alabama, and then Alabama just does what Alabama does—they weather the storm. Ole Miss got cold, couldn't rebound. The defending was just something. Oh, it, it wasn't good. Um, Bama rolls. Um, right now, it's looking like Ole Miss is not even on the bubble at all. Um, we were recording, I guess, Tuesday, Wednesday. Jerry Palm, Joe Lenardi had them anywhere from you know last four in to first four out. Now, not even seeing them on the list. It, in your opinion, is this kind of a win out and then make some noise in Nashville type scenario, or do you think Ole Miss would have to win the whole damn thing in Nashville?
2: Well, the good news is the rest of the regular season is pretty manageable by SEC standards. At Missouri, gotta have it, obviously. At yeah. Georgia, very gettable, and then home to Texas A&M. The Aggies are a team, you know, that's kind of fighting for their NCAA tournament lives. So, yeah. You know, there's no Tennessee on there. There's no Auburn, right? Like, you know, there's no Kentucky. Like, by SEC standards, that's gettable. So, win out, which, again, you've lost six of seven. That's not a given. But, yeah, it's still probably a team that's going to have to make a run into the weekend in Nashville just to remind people. Now, look, I I I feel like you and everybody else – was aware of, of what Ole Miss was coming into this year and that going to the tournament in Chris Beard's first season would be, it'd be great, but not, not expected, right? Like Mm. if they had gotten there and they still can, then, you know, Hey, you're a year ahead of schedule, but you know, with NIL and with the, with the machine that is NIL at, at, at Ole Miss, shoot, you can flip that roster over, you know, by the time you get to May or June, I mean, you could have you, you could have a, a really dangerous squad. So yeah, we'll see, man. But yeah, you mentioned the game last night. Alabama is a, a it those guys are just a microwave on offense. Like what they've been yeah. able to do this year, ten games, breaking a hundred points. That's that hasn't been done in the SEC uh in over thirty years. I don't think it's ever been done when they hit nine, they tied the the ninety five, ninety six Kentucky team, which of course won a national championship. Yeah. With Reed Shepard's father, among others, uh, Tony Delk, Ron Mercer. I mean, just a loaded, loaded squad Um, back in the mid-90s when college basketball was a completely different sport than it was today. So,
1: yeah, yeah. I figured the Loyola Marymount teams would have had that that record.
2: Yeah, it's just it just it doesn't happen in the SEC. I mean, the SEC historically is a very physical league that prides itself on, you know just defense and now you've got alabama doing their thing hell tennessee's out here breaking 90 on every given night auburn can run up and down the floor kentucky is i mean just mercurial on offense like these guys are like i i think you're going into nashville zach with like five teams maybe six if you count south carolina and florida uh that have a chance of, of of maybe winning this thing Like there's, there's some intriguing talent in this league, man. So it's going to be a fun tournament.
1: Yeah. I've seen it at certain points throughout the year. National pundits saying the SEC could get eight or nine in Um, now with, with Ole Miss sliding it'd probably be seven or eight Uh, and the Mississippi States on the bubble too, could still get in though. Um, But man, going back to Bama, just to give you an idea of how good Alabama is and how good they played last night just how well of an offensive unit it is. Jamin Brakefield had 21. Alan Flanagan had 28. Matthew Morrell, not a good night, but still had 12. Ole Miss shot 52% from the field and 36 from deep and still lost 103 to 88.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the the, just, the, Nate, the, the Nate Oates story is is an interesting one, man, because, like, when this guy came over from Buffalo – um, You know, I think folks in the southeastern part of the country were like, you know, who's this guy? What's he all about? Yeah. I, I know Bama's not a basketball school historically, but, um, you know, his whole philosophy on offense is like take threes and and take dunks. Don't worry about yeah. the rest of the floor. Like yeah. jack up as many threes as you want. Eventually they'll fall. But, you know, it's all about, you know, a three is worth more than two, obviously. But if you're going to take twos, take them at the rim. Yeah. Like if you look at the shot chart for, for Bama, man, nobody's taking mid range jumpers. Now that's basketball in general these days, just look at the NBA, but it's, uh, it's, it's working. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Bama, I think Bama's a, the they're ranked seventh in Ken Palm. Uh, they're, they have like a net of six, but like they're also in that group is like Auburn and Tennessee and you know, Kentucky on their best day as as we've seen in the last 2 weeks like they can go to Auburn, hold that team under 60 at the Jungle which nobody thought was possible. Like they're capable of putting up 90. They got maybe two lottery picks coming off the bench with Reed and Dillingham. So, it's dude, it's crazy. It like I'm telling you. It's it's going to make for an awesome week in Nashville. Uh I'll actually be there uh we cover uh, we cover every game of the tournament on the SEC radio network, so we'll be in our, our little perch there, courtside, mm-hmm. taking it in. Uh, and I think uh, I think it's going to be awesome. Well, you know, Tennessee's got a shot for for a number one seed if they can if they can stay afloat here. They got they got a brutal stretch to close the regular season, um, including yeah, a road game ball. at Alabama Saturday. But
1: that's a murderous row finish for them
2: at Bama at South Carolina home to Kentucky. I think I'm just doing it off the top, off <laughs> off the top of the head. But that those are three top 20 teams. Two of them are on the road. So, yeah. But you know, the I mean, thing it's... with the thing with Rick Barnes is, man, we've seen this before going back to Texas. That guy has been coaching forever. You know how many Final Fours he has? One.
1: Oh, one. Okay.
2: One at Texas in like 2002.
1: I say was that like TJ Ford?
2: Yeah, man. You got to go. You got to go on the way back machine. Uh, they made the final four 2003. Okay. Uh, so I'd have to go back and look at the 0203 Texas roster. But yeah, that's that's it. This guy perennially underachieves in the NCAA tournament. And he's yeah. got a great tenant that this Tennessee team. Dude, they got old guys like Josiah Jordan James. I got Zakai Ziegler. That guy, uh, Santiago Vescovi, has been in the league. That guy's like 35 years old.
1: Uh, Yeah, I was going to say he's been there nine years.
2: And then you've got this Dalton Connect kid who, who, it's a great story, man. Like this guy was playing like D3 ball, I think, in Colorado, D2. And they bring him over. And this guy's going to win SEC Player of the Year. I mean, he went for 39 last night. Like this dude, he's incredible. Like I've seen Dalton connect Zach as like a lottery pick in some of these draft projections, and yeah. nobody knew who this guy was six months ago. So that's awesome. Love
1: it. Yeah, I mean, I was bummed. I was in Knoxville for that Ole Miss Tennessee game when Tennessee waxed Ole Miss.
2: Courtside, man, you were in the <laughs> you were in the high dollar seats.
1: I, yeah, I was. I was on the floor, Indian style, with the camera, and I was like, well, at least I'll get to see Dalton connect. And he played terrible, so I, mm-hmm. I didn't even get to see him go off. But yeah, I, I was watching that game last night where man Auburn gave Tennessee all they could handle, and Tennessee just you know, steady, steady the steady Eddie man. They just with Connect, you know, it's like you said, thirty nine. Um, yeah, just a really good team of like you said, old guys They got talent. They got rebound the Adu guy. He stays out of foul trouble. He's gobbling up every rebound. Um, and they just got a bucket getter and connect um, that just it's, it's hard to it's hard to combat. So, um, yeah, I think with the league looking at the standings, Tennessee, Alabama up top at 12 and three, South Carolina, 11 and four, Auburn, 10 and five, Kentucky, 10 and five. I mean, it's a pretty top heavy league, but then probably looking at at least two or three more that could get into the dance. If some things go their way,
2: yeah, Florida's going. I mean, they've won nine of eleven. I don't even think they're they're considered on the bubble um right now, just based on what they've done. You know, Mississippi state tournament quality team. Uh, I know they they let that one get away against Kentucky in the midweek. I mean, they were up double digits Man. on the cats and just you know, just couldn't close the door. so, yeah, i I think. You know, certainly the projections, like you mentioned a couple weeks ago, that had Ole Miss and A and M getting into the field, and you're looking at maybe a nine bid league. Um, both of those programs have work to do, but you know the the thing with with being a top four team in in the standings is you get that double by. You don't have to take the floor in Nashville till Friday. Mm-hmm. That makes a yeah. world of difference uh, when you're trying to win this thing. So. Yeah, I think Florida's hot right now. I mean, South Carolina steadied the ship. They they beat a And M at the buzzer on uh, on Wednesday night. Otherwise, they were looking at having dropped three of their last four. So yeah, yes. man, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of intrigue here. And and you know, it's funny because you know I get a chance to talk to SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey at this tournament every year, and like basketball for him, men's basketball specifically, has been a priority because like. You think about what the SEC does very well, obviously, football, duh, women's uh-huh. basketball. It's become the dominant conference in America. Uh, you know, baseball, no brainer, softball, no brainer. OK, women's volleyball work to be done. Track and field. You've got Arkansas and Florida winning national championship like like they're good at everything except men's basketball. So this has been a priority for him. And in the last couple of years, man, this league has got rock star head coaches, uh, including right. Chris Beard and in Oxford yeah. for obvious. I mean, now we know how he got there. Right. But still like you've got a league that is filled with great head coaches. Uh, mm-hmm. As much as we make fun of Rick Barnes, like that guy's one of the, he's one of the winningest active head coaches in D one John Calipari. I mean, Buzz Williams, like you got guys, man, you got guys. So yeah. I I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be an interesting, postseason. And we'll see what happens in the NCAA tournament, man. It's all about matchups, but Tennessee buying for a one Auburn Bama in the mix for a two uh, and then some really dangerous four seeds like Kentucky, South Carolina. Um, It's, it's going to be fun, man. I'm looking forward to it.
1: You mentioned beard. Before we get out of here, I do want to ask you kind of an overarching question about college sports in general, but him specifically Um, earlier in the year Auburn and Ole Miss played and there was a good quote from Bruce Pearl where he told Chris Beard like hey it took me four years to get where you're at in year one Um, with you know Bruce Pearl out of the gate at Auburn struggled took him a little bit and then they go to an elite eight Um, kind of a similar thing here where Beard at Texas Tech in year one Kind of a similar year to what Ole Miss is having now. Get out to a hot start, win a bunch of non-conference games, catch a couple people in conference, and then everything kind of falls kind of chalk the rest of the way where, you know, first-year coach, you don't really have your roster where it's at. Um, How big of a deal is it for coaches like him and fan bases like him in this day and age in 2024 that won everything now? No one has any patience. It's not like, hey, let's let him build his roster. Let's let him build his team. Cause there are some programs that immediate success year one with a guy and they're going to the tournament. You know, how big of a, how big of a hurdle is that for coaches? Not just Beard specifically, but just everyone, where it's people have to just, hey, you just gotta wait. And, you know, Nate Oates, same way. Took him a little bit. Now look at him. So how big of a a deal is that for coaches these days, in your opinion?
2: Yeah, it's interesting because I think it's a different conversation in 2024 than it was three, four years ago where you're recruiting freshmen who you expect to develop into sophomores and then upperclassmen, and you're going to have guys in your program. Now, that still happens at smaller schools,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, and it happens you know, in D2 and D3 all the time, but the portal and NIL – and these guys chasing the bag, which, look, I don't fault these student athletes if there's an opportunity to go and make five hundred thousand uh, dollars f- to go play at a place for six months. I I, I'm, I get it, man. That's 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 the business of uh, of college sports today. Um, that may change in a couple of years. But, you know. I think it's all about perspective, right? If you're a if you're it if you're at Wisconsin. Or I mean, look at Ohio State, who just fired their head coach, or a place where you're exp- Indiana. Yeah. You're not making the tournament at Indiana this year. You're Indiana basketball. You're not. You're, if if you're pissed, like if you're if, if you're a fan in Bloomington, you are not happy. And oh yeah, by the way. You got Purdue up the street. They're going to be a one seed. Zach Edey's going to win Player of the Year again, and you know Matt Painter's got those guys as a you know a favorite to cut down the Nets, even though they lost to a sixteen last year. The point is, I think the expectation is, yeah, get your feet underneath you, get the lay of the land. But you know the 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 dialogue around this program at Ole Miss in year two is going to be, who'd you bring in, who who who'd you sign, who'd you who'd you get in the portal. Were you able to grab a, a McDonald's All-American because Chris Beard was doing that at Texas? He was doing that yeah. at Texas Tech. This guy was developing NBA players at his previous two destinations. Yeah. He's so, got one,
1: but you sure. need more.
2: Yeah, you 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 need you need option. You need you need a second option. You you need a a, a third guy. You need you need help. But look at what UConn's got. I mean, it's a uh-huh. monster right now, right? So it's interesting because. I don't think there's a ton of patience once you start getting into like year two, year three stuff, but yeah, the portal has changed the game and you know, all it takes in college basketball, you've got a roster of what 15, 16 guys. I mean, yeah. you can now, and of those 15 or 16, you don't see five of them all year. They don't ever play. They're just right. there. They're on the team. They're in the program. So Dude, all it takes is a couple million bucks. And when I say a couple, I mean, two, three, four million dollars. You can flip a roster like that. Like you you, know, you talk to some of these people that are around college basketball and it's like, sure. Um, what is it? Hunter Dickinson, the kid who transferred from Michigan to Kansas, like he got a million dollars. But like. There's yeah. maybe two or three of those guys, everybody else out there, it's, you know, 250, 300. 500, 600 K. I mean, you can, you can assemble a roster. It's like putting together your fantasy roster for like the, you know, for like the, 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 the weekly golf pool, man. Like, yeah, we can go get Scotty Scheffler right here at the top of the pile, or we can grab a couple of these dudes down in the middle of the pack and assemble this squad. So unfortunately, like whether you like it or not, like that's college basketball. And it's a smaller, cheaper version of what we're seeing play out with college football. I don't need to tell you that. You're the recruiting guy. Like, you know what it costs to get these kids.
1: Like, it's a real thing. Yeah, I mean, I think you nailed it where you mentioned you got to get the top level talent. Because, look, it Jimmy's and Joe's in most sports, but basketball for sure. Because look at some of the recent teams, you know, going back. I mean, 2000, what, three Syracuse one at all with Carmelo and a bunch of dudes, um, you know, basketball, is just five guys on the floor. So you get one stud or another guy to, you know, Batman and Robin, it, you know, ham and egg it, and you can get to the final four. Um, yeah. They got, they got John bowl, McDonald's all American. They got a really intriguing Euro prospect and in Eduardo Klapki who can really shoot it. Um, but yeah, you got to go to the portal. You got to rebuild the roster. Cause I, I think Ole Miss is going to lose a lot. So is there going to be enough patience? Where, all right, you know they're at nineteen wins right now. Maybe they get to twenty, twenty-one. We'll see what happens in in Nashville, the SEC tournament. But yeah, it, it the expectation was you hire Chris Beard, you you get to the NCAA tournament. Now, now year one was going to be a big ask because it was a he had to completely rebuild it before the year even started. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean that's 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 the day and age now, especially with the portal where maybe it kind of goes both ways where, okay, we're patient, but you can also use the portal to rebuild faster. We're not having to wait two years for this guy to develop, you know, from Atlanta, Georgia to come here and and learn the system where you can, you know, look at Tennessee just went and got Dalton Connect. And I think he's probably the difference between them being a sweet 16 to making a run to the final four.
2: Yeah. I mean, you're not far off either. I mean, yes, you're sitting on 19. You're going to get to 20 wins. But you lost six of your last seven games. Now all of those losses, with with the exception of one, uh, have been to ranked teams. Like I'm I'm looking at the list, like Auburn, South Carolina, Kentucky, South Carolina again, Alabama. Like the loss to to the unranked team was was at the hump to a Mississippi State team, which is in the field. So. Like, you you ran out of gas in late January and February when a lot of teams – like, that's the dog days of college basketball, man. You're just trying to get – stay healthy, get to March, bring a little momentum into your postseason tournament. You know, look, maybe Ole Miss could win uh, three games in three days if they got hot in Nashville. But uh, as we've talked about, the SEC, um, it ain't your older brother's league, man. Like, there's some really dangerous teams uh, that can really get hot. And you know, it's tough. Like it, you put up 88 points and you're like, yeah, I feel pretty good about things. Well, you, you gave up one Oh three to Bama. So, yeah. you know, defense optional, like there's some things that you can work on going into next year. I, I, I don't think there's any cause for concern though. Cause the hard part for me, yes. I, while I understand your point about getting players in college basketball, the coaches are the stars. And if you can land, a a young coach or a guy who has proven that he can win. I mean, Chris Beard was in a national championship game a couple of years ago at Texas Tech. Like, that's really hard to do. It's, it is tough to get to a Final Four. We talked about Rick Barnes, man. That guy's been coaching 40 years. He's been a one. So yeah. you've got a guy who has proven he can get it done, has proven he can recruit talent to places like Lubbock, which are far less desirable uh, than <laughs> Oxford, Mississippi, for sure. Yeah. So it'll happen, man. Trust the process. But you got to go out there in 2024. Once we get to the end of the season, you, you've got to have people that can back you financially so you can splash that cash and build your roster. So what, what will be interesting, you know, I know everybody will be talking about college baseball on this show uh, once we get into April, but the moves that guys are making in the portal. And that's a very real thing, man. There's going to be, there's literally going to be thousands of college basketball players hitting the portal between March and April when their seasons end. And so if you're Chris Beard, you put together your shopping list and you go to work.
1: Yeah. That's Steven Hartzell, Learfield college sports. Now hand in the dirt, talking college hoops. We'll probably have him back on here. Uh, once the SEC tournament gets rolling in Nashville, uh, I might run into you. I, I know you'll be down on Broadway. I, I'll, I'll probably run into you, you, know, at Roberts or something. We'll get a bologna sandwich.
2: That's a pass for me, dog. <laughs> I don't know but, how you do it, man. I'll be like, I don't know. How people I don't. In Nashville live in that. I, I guess you just never go downtown unless you've got people coming in who want to see it and taste it for a night. That would drive me crazy, bro.
1: Yeah. I The rare occasion that we do is if we're going to the Ryman for a show, sure. Which is honestly the perfect window because we recently did Roberts, and if you go around five thirty, it's not busy. You can get in, get you you know a little sandwich, get you a beer, and then you can get out, and then you go to the show, and then you go home. I don't know how people do it every weekend. Can't do it anymore. Not look. I'm built different for a lot of things, but not that. Not anymore. Yeah, but, we'll
2: we'll be hanging out uh, between the hotel and the two block walk to Bridgestone Arena. That that's where we'll be logging most of our steps
1: for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we appreciate Stephen hopping on here. We'll uh, yeah we'll talk when the tournament gets going. Uh, coming up next, we got Pete Nakos from On Three. We're gonna talk some Jackson Dart, talk some some PJ life with his NIL deal with Nicholas Air. So big ups to uh, Stephen for joining and uh, hang around for uh, my conversation with Pete.
3: Hi, this is Kevin Kessinger, former Ole Miss baseball player, son of Ole Miss Hall of Famer Don Kessinger, and dad to Ole Miss All-American shortstop Gray Kessinger, and your local community banker with BNA Bank. BNA Bank has invested 125 years in our communities, and we know the needs of North Mississippi businesses better than anyone. As a commercial lender with BNA Bank, my priority is Oxford, and I'd love to help you and your business with any lending needs. Visit www.bnabank.com to learn more. BNA Bank, local, invested, modern banking. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. The car buying process can be a lot. I know. I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors. Is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662 234 Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. The signs of summer are here BXG a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions podcast network.
0: Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
1: And we now welcome in Pete Nakos of On 3, part two of this Thursday edition of The Flagship, presented by College Corner. Pete, Indianapolis, you were indoors. That is good. I, I imagine it is quite blustery outside. It
4: it was, like, exceptionally blustery yesterday we had okay. some thunderstorms rolling oh yeah uh, yeah it was a it was a nice crisp 30 degrees yesterday so yes
1: yeah very happy nothing to nothing to keep the busiest man in sports out of uh the nfl combine
4: <laughs> i don't know about that but i appreciate
1: it <laughs> all right um yeah let's 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 cut to the chase here we're, we're have you on here um you broke the news earlier this week Old Mrs. Very own Jackson Dart makes uh makes history mm. with uh name image likeness, um, as you called it, one of the most jaw-dropping deals to date, uh, inking with Nicholas Air. Um, yeah, first of its kind, pretty cool. I I'm actually shocked that it has taken this long for somebody to get a deal uh with a private jet company. But you know, what was kind of the things that you learned um through the process of breaking that news? I mean it
4: makes perfect sense when you think about the deal itself right like athletes travel a lot for like working out sports things like that so um i'm not stunned to see the private jet deal um but the deal itself i mean it it just it, it caught my attention right like it's like it's not every day that a college quarterback is like flying across the country in a private jet through an nil deal and uh I know like there's always been all the hubbub about like like um, the Dr. Pepper deals and Gatorade and Nike, but like this is like the kind of one where you're like wow like the activation and then like what you get in return like it's a pretty guy living.
1: Yeah it, well it says you know he can use the company's fleet of jets as they put it. Um yes travel training philanthropy. Um I imagine travel being a, a very loosely Use term there is that for personal and I guess business or is it strictly for nil purposes?
4: So from my understanding, travel is kind of like personal stuff. Like obviously, I don't envision Jackson Dart flying. So like I don't know what what, do they play at Texas this year?
1: uh uh, no, or Oklahoma.
4: (laughs) My my Oklahoma Oklahoma is at home. Yeah. Okay, my point is I don't see Jackson Dart hopping on a private jet to go to a game. I'm sure he'll take the commercial flight that's been wrecked out by Ole Miss with his with yeah, his teammates. Yeah. So um, I think try, that just means like maybe some vacation time, going and seeing some family on the West Coast, um, yeah. putting options there. I think the other really interesting thing, Zach, that obviously I'm sure popped up to you is they're Oxford based, right? Oxford Ole Miss based. I mean, Mississippi based. Um, so that makes it really easy for Jackson just to go off on a plane, right? Like, th- he truly will have th- their whole fleet. Like, it's not yes. like uh, they're based out of somewhere else and and, and like they got to fly one in for him. Like, no, it's just as easy as just off and on one. So,
1: yeah, yeah, because I you know, growing up, I, I'm originally from Memphis and went to Ole Miss. That drive is nothing. I mean, it's depending on how fast you drive, Pete, it's anywhere from. 70 to 80 85 minutes so it's a that's what most Ole Miss players do right they drive out to Memphis go to the Memphis airport and get on a plane um on, the first thing that popped in my mind for Dart specifically is I know last year in the offseason he and some receivers went out to California and worked out there in the offseason I, I mean that just seems like this is the perfect fix for that right you don't have to go to Memphis to get on a plane you just yep. head on head on over to Nicholas Air and you know, he can take yeah. the crew out there to, to California and, you know, get out of cold Oxford in March and and go get some work in. Um, did you act? did you get a chance to actually speak with, with Nicholas Ayer at all?
4: No, you know, I haven't spoken to Nicholas Ayer just yet. Um, Jackson, obviously now his representation with Everett sports marketing. I know those guys well, and yeah. just kind of speaking to them a little bit on background about the deal. Um, they're super excited. I think that while it is obviously a historical deal, I think it, there's a reason why it happened at Ole Miss, right. Because of the Oxford connection. And, yeah. um, but at the same time, like Jackson Dart brings everything to the table that a high major level company would want in, in right. a college athlete. So kind of a perfect mix there. Um, Zach, let me ask you this. Do you think, the other thing that I had thought about was like, do you think he'll send a jet out to the West Coast to pick up family for games? Like, I could see that possibly. Uh, yeah.
1: I would imagine so. Yeah, I know his parents. I, I'm. I don't think they've missed a game. Um. So yeah, I mean that just makes everything that's all easier. Of, that's A lot of airtime. Yeah, I, I mean, out to go out to Utah and and pick up the the parents. Um. Yeah. You know, maybe a couple other friends, family members, and and come out to Oxford. I, I think that's a that's a hell of a a recruiting tool for for Nicholas Air, where it's potential, you know, future clients. You know, mm-hmm. maybe you know, hey, if you're if, if you're as high profile and as, as talented and successful as Jackson Dart, maybe we uh you know link up with you in the future. Um, and and another thing that I saw in your story that I totally forgot about. This isn't his first time working with. Uh, hmm. a private jet company. He was with wheels up when he was at USC. Yeah. Um but yeah I mean it looks like they're they're really marketing this as like Jackson Dart, our Heisman candidate client. Yes. Yes. Which like you said it checks all the boxes. Ole Miss is probably I was talking um in the first part of of this episode with Steven Hartzell um, from Learfield and College Sports Now and Hand in the Dirt. And he's all over the place in sports. And he was like, Hey, Ole Miss is probably gonna be preseason top five in football. So mm. I mean yeah, Nicholas Nicholas air is gonna be in the forefront with all of the marketing and all of the hype with with yeah. Ole Miss and Jackson Dart. Cause I imagine he's gonna do some interviews about this. Cause like like you said, made history. Um the endorsement deal is pretty cool. Um, you know, one of the totally. first kind of partnerships. Cause I, 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 if I remember the Brander group and wheels up did multiple players at SC or I guess it was just with SC. Um,
4: yeah, it was, it was actually at Ole Miss. They did it with the Grove collective.
1: Okay. So, so this uh, is like the first like player specific private jet deal. Correct.
4: And I think okay. the other thing that really jumps out about this too is, um, It's such a big deal. Like, it's not – you're not going to see Jackson Dart just post about it once on, like, social media. Like, I'm sure that after maybe a big win, he'll be hitting up the Instagram story with an activation or he'll be doing some interviews. Um, What I am also, like, really jealous of is he can just, like, go wherever he wants on the bye week. Um,
1: Dude, I was just about to ask you, do you you think Kevin's going to let them go scout somebody on the bye week?
4: I know. I know. Maybe uh, they'll go instead of, like, going – I don't know going sitting on a beach they'll go uh watch like as many games as they can in one day on the by a week
1: yeah i guess technically they don't have to go to the game like they could just go to barbados and watch it on a tv and that could be i guess scouting. So.
4: i guess um, so that's that's uh, a very real possibility now i guess
1: yeah and it, you know his his on three nil valuation up to 1.4 now he's got deals with yep. obviously the grove collective um he signed up for the ea sports deal um yep which we can talk about that real quick. Um, what's been the the, the the kind of returns on, on that deal? Have you spoken with any um, players or any you know reps of players and kind of how people are feeling about that deal? Yeah,
4: I mean, listen, I, I know a lot of people don't love the $600 number. Uh, I know it's a, a really divided topic. Some people are like, you should take the free money. Some people think that athletes deserve more money. Yeah. I'm not here to give you my opinion but I will say that I, a lot of people have been a fan of EA doing these side deals with players through open doors um right and and like Jackson Dart announcing and Travis Hunter and Caleb Downs and I think I saw Ryan Williams today and I mean those guys are earning like legitimate real dollars that yeah. make it worthwhile to be in the game um and the last thing I mentioned to Zach and I, I like Being in the game, like I under, I'm not gonna take a side on the $600, but at the same time, you're gonna be more marketable if you're in the game because, for all we know, you might become someone's favorite player, Um, and that's just Mm -hmm. something that you can't do if you're not in the game. And for all we know, down the road that could equal nil deals or a bigger social media following or or something like that. So, um, that's that's kind of my viewpoint on on where we're at with EA.
1: I mean, I'm not a student athlete. I'm not a high profile college football player. So it's not my decision to make. So I'm not going to knock anyone not doing it or doing it. Um, In my opinion, just in your probably the same way as a lover of the video game and just the whole aura around it and how, I mean, people are going to be so excited when this, it's probably going to be the highest, it could be the highest selling game of all time, just because there's a shot, the hype around it and how it's been over a decade. I just feel like it would be cool as a, as a player to just do it just for the mm. novelty of it, just to be able to tell people like, Hey, I was in that game. Yeah. And like, like yep. I was part of history. That's just kind of, that's, my some, thought.
4: that's definitely something I think that like a lot of former athletes who were in the game like continue to be like super proud about. And I'm yeah. sure they've held on to that game because they want to show it to their kids and things like that. Like, Hey, yeah. I was like, I was in this video game. So yeah, I think that's another huge perk. And, um, you get the game for free, which I, I don't know. I know some people are like that's yeah. nothing, but it's like seventy dollars yeah. retail value, yeah. Yeah, something,
1: a... something like that. So I remember, I remember back in the day it was like thirty-five on on, on PlayStation. So it's it's gone up. Um, are you gonna are you are you gonna play? Oh yeah, I, I've already I've already told my wife like yeah I'm probably gonna be in the basement for a while after hours. Um, I gotta get I gotta get a PS5 because I only got a PS4. Um, yeah, so. I was gonna ask you. <laughs> you I got to get that. Um, one thing, last thing here, I, I do wonder. EA Sports should do. Maybe they are going to do it. They should do something also where if you sign up for the deal, you get a custom cover art. Sounds like a lot of work, Zach.
4: Uh, come on, they get, that could
1: easily be done.
4: I, I they're trying to finish the development of the game. I don't, I don't want to push them too much. I don't push them too much, but no, I understand what you're saying.
1: So, I don't want to upset the apple cart. We're so close to the finish line. Um, <laughs> I mean, that could be something for for collectives to do.
4: It definitely could be something for collectives to do.
1: Easily, just slide that thing in the sleeve on the cover of the game. Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I am curious who's going to be. Do you know? Uh, they probably haven't told you, but do you have any idea or or any guesses who's on the cover?
4: Uh, I do not know who's going to be on the cover. I can take a couple guesses. I think it will be a sitting current athlete um I've heard names thrown around like Quinn Ewers and Shador Sanders um uh, I, I I haven't like heard of finalized anything um
1: Shador Sanders it makes kind of a bummer in my opinion I you know I don't I don't know I, I get a, what you're not, saying not a knock on him but I think there's better players yeah I mean it's two
4: of the more high profile quarterbacks right now in for sure. uh Jackson Dart is obviously could be in that conversation Carson Beck um yeah. Or do you go, like, get a really good wide receiver like a Mecca at Ohio State? But at the same time, not a shot at Mecca, but, like, he does not have the biggest. I don't I don't think everybody in the country knows him the way they know when you're in Shador. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people are a fan of the idea of a regional cover, but I have not heard anything on that yet to make me believe that, like, that's a surefire thing.
1: I think probably the safest would be just put Saban on it. I don't think anybody would get mad at that but I don't
4: think anybody would know,
1: but I do, I do think the idea of a sitting player makes it more, more of an enticing purchase for people.
4: Well, it would obviously be historic, right? Cause all the guys yeah. in the past were guys who had just gone to the NFL or like left or graduated and, and could get right. the commission for it being on the cover. And now you can't pay a sitting athlete. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, I know some people have been like, I don't even need a regional cover. Just give me like four athletes on the cover and kind of mesh it together. Um so
1: Yeah. Or or I guess we'll do see. like the do like the the whole uh collage thing that like Sports Illustrated used to do at the end of like tournament. That would be cool.
4: Mm. Now nah, that would be now you're on to something.
1: Just have a whole bunch of stuff to where nobody gets mad.
4: Um now you're on to something, Zach. So <laughs>
1: um last thing, um, give me a quick uh Lightning round here. Uh best uh best meal you've had in Indianapolis so far.
4: I've only been here for one night. Um I'm leaving tomorrow, which is Friday. Okay. Uh I had some good Italian last night. Okay. That's uh yeah, I had some honestly it was not like anything super crazy, but it was good. I had some okay it with some chicken. Um
2: so yeah, it's been good.
1: That's good. Get those macros in. Well, that's Pete Nakos of on three. Busy, busy guy at the Combine talking NIL, Jack's Dart. Appreciate you, man. Safe travels getting home, and we'll do it again soon. Appreciate it. See you, Zach. All right. That'll do it for the flagship presented by College Corner. Stay locked in, omspirit.com. We've got baseball, basketball, recruiting, everything. Get over there. If you haven't signed up already, it's only a dollar. And look, it's only a dollar, so you can still go get EA Sports College Football 25 when it comes out. It's just a dollar. So appreciate Pete. Appreciate Steven joining us. And as always, appreciate College Corner making it possible. Till Friday, we out.